So do you know enough Portuguese now that you could understand the song just by listening to it? No, no. it's uh, very much reading the lyrics and pulling out a dictionary. <laughs> no, like seriously, as soon as I got to Sao Paulo, I realized that I don't know shit about Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> it's like taking the French class in high school and going to Quebec and being like, yeah, this is not going to work. Well, it's just like I studied on my own. So it's like reading and writing, eh, not a problem really. But speaking and listening, it's just like, oh, fuck it. It's like, oh, hey, Mateus, can you just come over here and do everything for me? And I'm just going to stand here silently. Was it the Rosetta Stone program? No, I, was, I started with Duolingo and then I finished that and then I just moved on to library books. Oh, okay. I have Brazilian friends in Vancouver. I don't know why I don't use, utilize them, but Another... I think it's because we usually just pull out a couple bottles of wine and then whoops. It's another culture that's pretty famous for its barbecue, too, isn't it? <laughs> Do you have a thing for you barbecues? We were talking about Korea earlier. I don't know if we were actually recording. Oh, fucking Korean and the barbecue, barbecue is the best. And now, now you're doing Brazilian tours. Is it just about the food for you, Jeff? Is that what it... I actually didn't eat that much in Sao Paulo. I, we drank a lot and we didn't sleep much, but there really was not as much eating as I would have liked. Yeah. Did you have any barbecue? Well, just the first night when Rodrigo made it. Okay. And was it good? It was awesome. Better than Korean? Both no, the same? Different? Korean is the fucking best. I okay. love Korean food. And how many languages do you speak as we get to know you a little Legitimately, bit Legitimately, English and Korean. Okay. I, get, I mean, I can say things here and there in other languages. I, I dated this girl for years. Uh, she was Korean, but she did two years of university in Japan and worked in Japan. So she was pretty close to fluent in it. She used to get so fucking mad at me because I would forget the easiest things in Japanese. But 100% of the times I can go, Hakujin no toko ni. Oh, fuck, I screwed it up. I just lied. 100% lied. of the time I, I was totally going to call you on it. Too. 98% like, of the time. Hakujin no toko no hito ga suki desu ka. And a Japanese girl taught me this years ago. And it means, do you like white guys? And I can fucking remember it like, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the important things, I guess, for yeah, you, huh? Yeah. So, Hakujin no toko no hito ga suki do you like white guys? Yeah. And like, there's little things I know in other languages. Like I, like Mandarin, I could be like, which just means do you speak English? Or, But like Korean's the one I legitimately Stop showing know. off, Jeff. This podcast isn't about showing off. <laughs> it's a <laughs> well, pretty good it accent. Up. It's a pretty good accent. Right. Uh, I, my, well, it's my Taiwanese friend can understand it, but I, I wouldn't say it's a good accent. For a guy who speaks no other languages than English, <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. My, so. Korean, my Korean is apparently like my Korean friends say my accent's really good, so that's. I do an Australian accent from time to time. <laughs> so Can we it. hear it? No, no. It's do you sw- <laughs> just swear a lot? <laughs> well, apparently that's that's the key. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going through the WhatsApp chat. I'm just like, man, these guys swear a lot. Yeah, they a swear lot of cunt, a lot. A lot of cunt. Oh, cunt a it's lot. crazy. Like, it's like it's the word the. the. <laughs> yeah, it takes over the word the. Have you uh, had the unfortunate displeasure of seeing a shoey yet? A shoey. Yeah, it's when Australians, they literally take the cheapest, shittiest beer and they drink it out of their shoe. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you'll be that's walking up to normal. like this, you'll like some Australian girl at fest, you know, and you're like, ah, oh, I like this girl. And you, suddenly she turns around, she's drinking out a shoe and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'd rather just be single. I forever. think you just met some person from Florida <laughs> yeah. with an Australian accent because she's been drinking out of a shoe. And then she's like, no, it's a shoey. Or maybe she was, you know, a tourist from Florida in Australia, came back and started to use that accent to pick up, you know, people of the opposite sex. I've heard people do that. And drink out of shoes. <laughs> yes, and drink out of shoes. Uh, I've been I've, I've been enjoying the picks tonight, Jeff, because uh, I've heard none of these songs. So, well, I think thanks for bringing them along. 
Oh, this this next one. I think you'll know them. Okay. I'm on the spot this now. Was, this was actually my last spot I had to fill, even though it's my fourth pick. And I like really bounced around like a ton of bands. Okay. I was going to put Dead Bars in this slot, but you'd pick them for the sports show. Yeah. And I was going to put Cadillac Tramps in this slot, is but it? I felt like it was more like I don't listen to them that much anymore, and it was more relevant because their singer just passed away. Mm-hmm. But I ended up going with Captain We're Sinking. Oh, I oh. like that band. I love Captain We're Sinking. I'm... Yeah, yeah we talked about this before. Have we talked about this yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. I want to like them so much because when I hear a song, I love them, but it's just, I can't, I don't know what it is about that band. Do they just have one record or... They just have... No, they have two records. Okay. Um, well, and then they have like a release of like B-sides or something I like that. I feel like they're like on a lot of splits or something too. Like I always see them on things, but it could just be the same song. They're one of those bands that's always like, oh, we're recording soon. We got new songs and like, yeah, they said that at Fest 14, I think, and... Hey, look, we're almost at sixteen, and so. But I mean, I love them. I um, I, I was at a a Yukon show, and I met a couple there who became like really good friends of mine. And it was right before Fest thirteen, and we got on the topic that we're all going. So we're like, oh, we're best friends now. And um, when we were talking about the Menzingers, she's like, oh, I actually prefer Captain We're Sinking. And I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And then it was like the whole Menzingers Captain We're Sinking connection came in, and yeah, went home. Cause it's a his brother, one of the singers, the singer's brother. Yeah, around, Greg right? Barnett's brother, Bobby Barnett's in it. So I went home, got the album, and I fell in love with it pretty much right away. Like, it's it's got sort of more of like a. I, I always say there's more like a Nirvana tone to the music, like a pop punk version of it, like more of a grungy garage rock sound of pop punk album. I want to know what's going on in Philly. They they seem to have like all these like basement shows and all this stuff. It seems and they, like it seemed like they had nothing culture. when we were kids. Yeah, like, like I didn't remember any bands from Philly, but it's like everything's from there. The only Philly band I could name before all these bands started to break was the Dead Milkman. I couldn't I couldn't think of uh, anyone else. What about the Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> Is he a band? <laughs> Well, when he gets together with DJ Jazzy Jeff, <laughs> he is a band. Well, fair enough, fair enough. He's the rapper, <laughs> and D- he's the DJ, DJ. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the song I picked before we move on, because <laughs> we've been missing my song titles. <laughs> we it, get to it. it, it I'm not very good at this thing. Uh, I picked "Shoddy Workmanship," which is the last song on the album. Awesome. And w- was that a band that you? Heard at Fest for the first time? No, I heard right before I went to Fest. Okay. And did, what, did they play that year? Yeah, they played that year. Um, I don't know. I was pretty drunk that whole time. So Fest 13 was my like drink through the whole thing and forget it all kind of Fest. <laughs> <laughs> fest I'm 14 here was, to just forget this. <laughs> fest 14 was the one I remember better. Fest 13 is <laughs> the one I drank out of a shoe. Yeah. Well, I did that a shoey, n- mate. <laughs> It was fucking weird. We grabbed these shoes, and all of a sudden, everyone's doing a fucking shoey, and then this fucking guy from fucking Vancouver comes over, and he's like, ah, fucking shoeys. That's disgusting. And then I went back to my Florida shack. (laughs) (laughs) All right, to you, Mike. Uh, I went with Sam I Am. I think we've talked about on this show quite a bit, but uh, you were freaking me out. Um, It was one of those... Uh, it's still one of those albums I listen to all the time, front to back. Yeah. And um, I picked it up only because Brock, um, I guess no one really would know. Well, you I would know, know Brock. Brock. You know Brock. I used to go to Megatunes and talk yeah. to Brock. Brock was my like uh, Megatunes guru guy. He just I just go to him and be like, give me something. And he, this was one of those al- albums he was like, you got to listen to this. And yeah. Picked it up and fell in love. So. I think I remember Devin like flogging this, this mm-hmm. album when it first came out and 
it was just, it was a little too different for me at the time, but something that I later learned to really love and appreciate too. I am so late to that, that bandwagon, well, not bandwagon, but I really started listening to him about six months ago. Sam I Am? Yeah. Oh, wow. And? And I, I saw them at the warehouse, I don't know how many fucking years ago, like 16 years ago, but I, for some reason, I never searched them out beyond that, but I, I, I got- I probably would have been on that tour too, because I tried, I think, I wasn't 18 yet. It was maybe Night Gallery. Was it the Warehouse or Night Gallery? Uh, warehouse. Yeah. And I tried to go. Because it was one of the few shows I ever saw actually in the upper part. Because it usually was in the underground. Mm-hmm. I know I tried to go and I couldn't get in because I wasn't 18. And I've yet to see them. All these years I have yet to see them. I saw them at Fast 12 and it was <laughs> not good. No? No, I was totally let down. Oh, really? Yeah. I, was, uh, I was actually surprised and I should have known this. And I knew they had other albums, but when I was reading that Lookout book, is like... They kept getting mentioned in with all those well, lookups in the eighties. I had no idea. Like that's where they came from. So yeah, I'd kind of known a little bit, but not enough. Like I checked out their other albums when I got your freaking. I was like, yeah. eh, it's not didn't have the same sort of like. Well, that and I would say trips, which is a newer record by them, uh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of in between there that I just uh, I couldn't get behind. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, I went with uh, full on. Which is the first track, I believe. And it's also an Australian saying, Fall on, mate. <laughs> that's that heaps good. It's heaps good and it's fall on. We should really edit out all this Australian stuff. No, they no, love, no, it. love it. They absolutely <laughs> love it. So my next pick is going to be uh, a band. <laughs> that's the first time you did it. <laughs> I know, I know. I, well, Jeff kind of ruined it for me. so um, I do that. This is, uh, I can't tell you where I heard this band for the first time uh, or why, but I remember getting the record and just really not being able to, to put it down. It was just one of those Menzingers moments for me. For you, it is now. Does that make sense? Just like you're listening to the Menzingers a lot now. Oh, yeah. I listen to this album. I don't know. That was a weird way of saying that. But uh, anyways, it was an album that. I listened to a lot too. Uh, the band's called Riverboat Gamblers. And none of their stuff outside of this record really stood up for me. Like, you know, it was one of those bands where you hear this great album, you start checking out the back catalog, you're excited about new releases. But it was just this one uh, record that kind of really did it for me. Uh, Underneath the Owl is the record. And uh, the song I picked was A Choppy Yet Sincere Apology. Either of you guys into that band? I'm, I'm, I feel like I've checked them out before and liked them, but again, like I just never connect or I never stuck with it. Yeah. I was just going to say the same. I think when you got this, you were like, check it out. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, this is good. But then I never listened to it a second time, which I probably should have, I guess. We'll find out. I, yeah. get, I get to the party late all the time. Just as it's shutting down and people <laughs> yeah. are having shoeies all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, let's party, and everyone's done. <laughs> Jeff, shoes are empty. The party was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some rum left in that Doc Martin over there. <laughs> but if you're, your only goal is just to forget it, <laughs> it does it really matter? Hey, I didn't say it was my goal to forget it. It just sort of happened that way. <laughs> so we've got... Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, Captain, we're sinking shoddy workmanship. It, it's so fluid. <laughs> Sam, I am full on. And uh, Riverboat Gamblers, a choppy yet sincere apology.
So in those few minutes that we turned the record <laughs> button off, Jeff prefaced a story with, I was in a make-out threesome that I didn't want to be in, <laughs> which begged the question, well, Jeff, what is that story? <laughs> and were there shoes filled with alcohol? Well, Shoeies. I'm sorry. Actually, it was because Nate was talking about the whole getting sick after fest thing. And I said I only got sick after fest because I ended up in a makeout threesome that I didn't want to be in. <laughs> That's the only reason you got sick. Well, well, you know, I'd been in Philadelphia for like four days drinking with an Australian and a couple Brits and then pre-fest and then fest. So, yeah, I mean, I w- wasn't doing my body any help. Right. But, yeah, I was... I can't... Okay. I cannot drink tequila. Like, I black out. I become a zombie. Like, I can drink anything else for the most part and remember things and be okay. But like tequila fucks me up. And the very last night of fest, my buddy, my Australian buddy Cam bought me tequila and I, I was walking back to the front of the stage and this dude stops. He's like, Hey buddy. I'm like, Hey, and he's like, how's it going? I'm like, good. And he's like, dude, check out this girl. I'm like, Oh, okay. And he's like, she's hot. Right. And I'm like, yeah, like she's pretty. And then she jumped up and she stuck her tongue in my mouth. And I was like, Oh, like cool. Like this is pretty sweet. And then, <laughs> But then uh, he kind of wrote my letter to Penthouse Forum. (laughs) You didn't vocalize that monologue, did you? (laughs) The the, the problem was then he jumped in and then I was like this mm, little less sweet. Not really enjoying this part. But then they just kept like taking a few turns and then I don't know how long it lasted. And then I was (laughs) taking. Sorry, let's let's qualify that taking. When you say taking a few turns, <laughs> do you mean they're taking uh, turns with you? With me, not with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to, had to understand that. For so a I don't know how long it lasted. I don't remember. But I finally was like, oh, so that was cool. I'm going to see you guys later kind of thing. So that was cool. And then, uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> much, much later, this, the guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, that was cool. And I was like, yeah, dude, that was great. And he goes, I've always wanted to make out with an American. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude, I'm Canadian. <laughs> you fucking look so sad. <laughs> so did they start looking for an American after that? I don't remember much after that, to be honest. That's a pretty funny story. Yeah. I'll give that That's one to you. That's why I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. This is up, a family man. show. We yeah. don't want to talk about stuff like this. I'm oh, okay. I'll keep the next story to myself. Then. <laughs> this is all fine in Danny when we're talking about crazy Australians drinking out of shoes. <laughs> My sister did just te- text me a picture of her Australian roommate with a bottle of champagne on her head. So right, yeah. Was that champagne? Or maybe it was wine. I don't know. I, I feel like it was wine. Like who's buying champagne? You don't know my sister. Okay. <laughs> this is true. I don't. <laughs> she's she's a person that buys champagne. I feel like her and her roommate would drink champagne on a Sunday night. Yeah, like, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow is Monday. Yeah, makes she, sense. She's like, I just flew back to Vancouver today, and I'm feel like drinking champagne yeah fair enough who needs to celebrate to drink champagne now would she drink out of a flute or would it be more of a uh (laughs) might be a boot yeah (laughs) well these are good things to know well thanks uh, for coming on our show yeah it's been it's been a real slice jeff i think we've all got to know you a little bit better i look forward to you editing this (laughs) down to about seven minutes that's that's the best part is none of it will be edited so You'll just get to rehear all the things that you said. Um, I really hate the sound of my own voice, so I probably won't listen. Also, please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> send Jeff's hate mail to me. Yes. I'll forward it to him. <laughs> but, 
Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yes, which is cartoon munt. M-U-N-T. Yes. Cartoon good. the regular way. I do enjoy, yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy the cartoons. They are great. Yeah. I'm hoping you're going to do one for the podcast. I will do one for the podcast. Excellent. We should discuss it after what it will be. Okay. Because my cartoons are a little weird. Yeah, this podcast yes, is they are. fairly normal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a family show as well. Right. Oh, yeah. family. Family oriented. So thanks for listening. Uh, you can check us out on all the social platforms. Yes. Our website, highfives.ca. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. WhatsApp chat. The WhatsApp chat's fun. You might want to get in on that, Jeff. You might have made a lot of enemies with your Australian. <laughs> <laughs> that may be where the hate mail starts. You know what? I will, the day before you post this, I will go into the WhatsApp chat. Okay. We'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> I'll be counting the days. We'll all drink champagne on a Sunday. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, is there anything you need to plug? I've been plugging my Instagram. That's all I care about. Okay. Right. That's all he cares about. Yeah, I don't care about anything, anything else in life. Uh, no, I have nothing to plug. Mike, do you have any shows coming up? Shows? Any, yeah. <laughs> any shows you're watching on TV these days? Any TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm into Santa Clarita. Oh, yeah, I watched that. You it's know what we were supposed to talk about? Oh, we didn't talk about Friday Night Lights. Oh. Nate hates Friday Night Lights. Uh, Did you know that? <laughs> this will be the part that gets edited. You know what, this the, will be the only part that gets edited. The funny thing is when I was discussing Linda, 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 I was like, because it's a teenage drama, oh, I, I was like, pick oh, up on I, was, I meant to totally be like, oh, like Friday Night Lights or something. Yeah, the rehearsal didn't go well, did it? No. 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 We literally talked about this, that we have to talk about Friday Night Lights. (laughs) I do like the And you gave me an opening. (laughs) I gave lots of openings. I knew it was coming. I do like that Santa Clarita diet, though. Yeah, it's it's shockingly funny. Yeah, it's weird. And kind of weird that Drew Barrymore is in it, too. I think it's more weird Justified guys in it. I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I've seen him before. Justified, is that? That was his show before. Okay. Are you watching Riverdale then? If you like this team I'm bullshit, Riverdale. I don't even know what it is. It's like the Archies well, I'm in guessing, like I a team drama. That. You put that together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the neurons fire. Go back to Riverdale. <laughs> Best Simpsons. Could I watch this on the Netflix? Yes, yes it is. it's on the Ooh. Netflix. It goes on after each uh, episode. It's on Netflix. The, the problem is, I live with a 19-year-old right now who's oh, got me watching like, Pretty Little Liars. Well, I'm R- sure Riverdale is like right up that alley. It's oh, like okay. it's an interesting take on Archie. It's very Merrow's placey. You have a new roommate. Yes. This is something if you follow Jeff on Facebook, <laughs> it happens about every six months, I'd say. Well, the this chroni- one's good. This one's really good. This one's good. I, the, I feel uh, like that's what you the say chronicles every of Jeff's time. Roommates I had are the, awesome. I had the Korean dude who would like come into my room and start massaging me at like while I'm at my drawing desk. Like he'd just be behind me. And Maybe just... his goal was to massage a Canadian. <laughs> Maybe. And he'd always make this sound. Sorry, everyone. But he'd always go like... While he was massaging no, you? all the time. He'd walk around the apartment doing that. Was he blind? Because I've heard about blind guys <laughs> that do that. And it's so they can find where they are. Like they can hear the, like the echo. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. But these are real people. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he, was he blind? No, he was just stupid. Okay. And then I had my cousin living with <laughs> me. He was like a big Trump supporter. And oh, he was a pain in the ass. So that didn't work out. No, I kicked well. him out. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very angrily. So is Thanksgiving dinner a little weird now that you? No, I don't like that side out? of the family okay. anyway. Okay. They all got deleted off Facebook after that. Okay. I was like, good. It was no a more big of them. Move. Yeah. yeah. And now you have a 19-year-old. Yeah, it's nothing creepy or weird. She's just a <laughs> 19-year-old. I like how you preface that. Cause well, because you know what? Like, <laughs> you know what make that creepy? The fact that you had to say it wasn't creepy. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know what? When she was moving in, everyone's like, oh, don't you do anything stupid. I'm like, she's a fucking kid to me. Like, right. So I always feel like I have to point that out. She's fun though. Like it's, I feel like her dad, but it's kind of like 
nice to have like a chill person to ha- live with for once. Yeah. Anyways, you should watch Riverdale with her because it's awesome. I will. I'll... It sounds really shitty. Yeah, you and your daughter could watch Riverdale <laughs> together. <laughs> Literally, like I, I was just at my buddy's house and his kid is 19. And I was like, oh, oh wow. my God, like, I really am her father. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to your last Let's get to your last pick. Speaking of a Japanese roommate, I'm finishing with a Japanese band. Hey. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Transitional comedy So at its best. I was apprehensive about putting them on because they are so heavily influenced by the Blue Hearts, hence why I'm sandwiching, doing a... A bookend. Yeah, it's bookend. a bookend. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Um, is that the technical term? That is the <laughs> broadcast term. Yeah. <laughs> you would know. Yeah, I would know. Yeah. Yeah. So... You're a professional. I'm professional. The band's called Stance Punks. I'm going to say the song title first before I, before I forget this time. Okay. So, <laughs> the song <it> title is <laughs> Kusotare Kaihoku which means, translates literally to shithead liberation zone. So. Um, <laughs> so. Is this another Me First song? <laughs> no, 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 definitely okay. not. No, okay. this is a fun, I love this fucking song. Um, my buddy Nutso, um, you call him Nutso because he's crazy. Nuts, yeah. Uh, well, when you I don't was, call a sing guy Nutso. <laughs> <laughs> so, this band, the shitty Beatles, are they any good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I met Nutso when uh, I was in Korea, and the Johnsons, who were that were an Edmonton skate punk band, they were touring Japan, and I just fucking went over to surprise them. And Nutso was their tour manager, and um, it wasn't even that long ago, a year and a half ago, I messaged him, I was looking for some Japanese punk bands, and he sent me this band, and the first time I heard this song, I was like, I love this band. And they're absolutely my favorite band on this list. I love them so much. Would you say it made you Nutso? It made me a little Nutso. <laughs> It's getting late. <laughs> okay, give a, excellent. Give me a hit of that pure all. Excellent. Yeah, it's purell, not oh, pure all. Sorry. Yeah, I think you've had enough. To you, Mike. Fill my shoe up later. <laughs> uh, I went with Dear Landlord. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I almost picked them because the first time I put it on, it's every time I put it on, it's, it feels like it was the first time I put it on. It's an awesome album front yeah. to back. Uh, and I'm cheating because I have two covers on here because I went with Whiskey and Records, well, that's which is a cover. Awesome. But at the co- well, that's not really cheating, is it? Having two cover songs on this. Why? Why yeah. is that cheating? I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> anyway, uh, like the Saltines did it, and I don't think anybody knew who the Saltines were until Whiskey until Dear Landlord covered them. So mm. I don't think it really matters. No, it's a great. It song. Doesn't matter to me. Great lyrics, great album. I wouldn't that's, know it was I a cover. I love that album. Yeah, I don't. Are there not? Are they around still? I feel like because they're so, they're all in those all those other bands that they're just one of those things that if they record something they'll show up somewhere. But yeah, do they have one of those Iron Sheik family trees too? Yeah, I think they're they're in the copyrights and I don't know who else, but there's a lot. Um, Gateway District, I think, is one of their bands. Huh. Actually, Iron Sheik was a band that was hard to keep off this list. Yeah, for me. I almost put them on there, but I figured we've talked about them a lot. Yeah. See, that's a band that like I I like them, but nothing's ever really like clicked for me to throw that on all the all the time kind of thing well i think uh iron chic is best when you're miserable and if you're not miserable like i'm not miserable these days so i don't listen to them much but right. when i discovered them i was really miserable <laughs> i'm right. not miserable and i like them <laughs> <laughs> it sounded a little miserable when you said that. well i'm always miserable just I in guess. fairness just in <laughs> fairness all right well let me uh this is this is the pick that i i thought might uh, might get some 
some attention. Let's We've say. been very happy with your picks so far. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. It makes me feel pretty good. With like my picks all suck. No, no, I've I didn't preface happy. it that way. I, I was just a little insecure about the. Picks. I like them all too. Oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. I won't have to go home and listen to Iron Sheik tonight. <laughs> Maybe you should. Well, I could have recommended a specific <laughs> song for this. <laughs> so my last pick, this is a band that um, when I went to uh, punk rock bowling, we were just walking home after the show and uh, there was just like these four like homeless dudes on Fremont Street. Like, And when I say homeless dudes, I mean they they had like their shoes were being held together with duct tape and, you know, looked like they hadn't showered and I would say at least a week. And, you know, it's fairly common on Fremont street, at, especially around the punk rock bowling time. But, uh, these guys also had like a stand up bass and I know like exactly a drum and like, it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And it was just like this flock of people just started circling around these guys. And it was the most intense out of nowhere thing I've ever seen. And immediately I had to find out who these guys were. Uh, we missed their set at Punk Rock Bowling, but it was Larry and his flask. Knew, oh, yeah. yeah. I knew you were going to say that. As soon as you started describing them. Just blown away. Yeah. Like, They're you know, insane live. They may be one of the best bands I've ever seen. I live. saw them at uh, Riot Fest that year. I, I already said I went. And they were opening for the Descendants. It was a huge fucking <clears throat> monstrous venue. And they made that venue seem like it was the the Republic jam packed, oversold. Like it was so much fun to see them. Yeah, I yeah, s- I saw them in Austin, and you saw them here too, right? Yeah, Broken City. Here I saw them at Broken City. There was it wasn't a very packed show, at Broken City. They were still awesome here. Yeah, but I saw them at Fun Fun Fest in a venue that was smaller than this room here. Yeah. Like it was literally like a little hallway. <laughs> I didn't even know how they had a venue in there, but yeah. it was fucking phenomenal. And I was so hungover. And I did not want to be there. And I'd never heard them before. And they just blew me away. Like, yeah. I stand, like, they're, if you can see them live, they're one of those bands you got to go see live. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think their music holds up on the record, too. Like, there's a lot of bands I've seen live and really love their live show. And then it just doesn't translate to, to, um, out, uh, well, not record. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Digital release. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't translate yeah, to get, outside the show. Yeah, exactly. And this is one of those bands. I think it really does translate. Like I, I really enjoy their music. And this was when, uh, when this record came out, which was um, um, <laughs> by the lamplight. Uh, I, it was one of those records. I just couldn't keep off. Uh, the song I chose was out of print. So there you have it. Awesome. Thanks. High Fives Podcast, episode 23 with Jeff. Yay, thank you for having me. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. Thanks for taking, like, to book a flight all the way from Vancouver <laughs> yeah. just to come just here. Just for this. Like, that's special. It is. Yeah. I feel I feel special. And Nate came in sick. I know, you know what? Sick. And it just happened to be my dad's 75th birthday. Holy <laughs> shit. Where did your dad? <laughs> I guess we're going partying tonight. Get the shoes. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> so we've got... Oh, I got to say this again. <laughs> <laughs> Stan's punks, Kuzotare Kaiho Ku. Holy shit! That was horribly done. Dear landlord, whiskey and records, and Larry and his flask out of print. Bakayero sora o nirande, hishi ni koe o tobashita. Tata sore dake no koto sa. 
一番大切なんだ気にするな君が望めば強く強く思えば僕らの世界が響く「そうだここだここだ」明日を。
<laughs> Let's start, and then we can get just some water right after our first little bit. <laughs> I like to see him stress out here a little bit. <laughs> Put some more pretzels in your mouth. Yeah. I am totally Whoa. stressed. You got the headphones, all right? What else do you want? <laughs> we got Purell. We do have Purell. It's brought to you by Purell. <laughs> got a cold? Purell. <laughs> Make sure other people don't get it. Purell.